BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Here we are for another episode of the Chats with Cats podcast, and you've changed things up a little bit, Stan, in this room. I have, a little bit. Big. You're uh, here with Mark, Rick, and Dan. I just cut you off. Oh, just making sure we get that in. People need to know who we are. Continue. Yeah, no, I had to move around. I had to get my, I was going to say jet ski, that's not jet ski, that's, uh, what's that called? (laughs) Um, Treadmill. Yeah, I had to squeeze my treadmill in here, so we're off against the wall. So that's, that's been living in the shed for a while. Yeah, about five months. So you you won't go on a run with us, but you will run by yourself. Well, the thing is, when I'm on a treadmill, it doesn't leave me for dead. So I feel way more comfortable. I've told you, if you want to get back into it, we can do whatever you... Actually, you could come run around the Edwardstown over with us. It's a circle, so I can't leave you for dead. I'll catch up with you, and then I'll pass you again, and I'll pass you again. Yeah. But Sounds horrible. That's good you, fun. We'll make fun of you. I don't like... We'll just run past me. <laughs> Do you know what I was going to no, say? No, we'll run at your pace. I, th- I was going to say, ovals are boring because you see the same thing all the time, but the treadmill <laughs> inside is just so, so bad. But at least I have my TV that keeps me... I like the oval because like, I'm used to up, down, up, down at Belair. We went to Edwardstown the other week. Flat all the way around. Night time, no one's around. I, I like it. It's good. Mark pissed in the middle of the oval. Asked if I noticed it, and of course I did, because he had his penis out. When? When we went for a run. Well, the, the toilets weren't open, as I found out when Rick needed to fucking take his shit, and it sort of ruined right. the whole night. Hang on, hang on. What's, what's going on here? How long ago was this? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Hang on, so you're pissing everywhere. No, him, not me. Yeah, he's pissing everywhere, and you've got a turtle head. Yeah, I was bad. Uh, I was bad. It, it ruined the whole run. So you had Subway again? No. What happened? How did you poo? Do you remember I had that bad tummy? When? You always have a bad tummy. No, I actually don't at the moment, thanks. Okay. You remember when, what did I have? I think it was that time when I had those spicy Doritos. Yeah, chilli. Stop fucking eating chilli. I've had almost two weeks off chilli. Yeah, good. And you haven't shit yourself once, have you? 
Well, I don't shit myself on a weekly basis anyway, mate. Oh, oh, I disagree. Speaking of runs, what happened, Mark? You bailed on me this week. I'm sorry. I, I had the jab. had like a bit of a bad reaction. Felt flat, out of breath. And did you have the first or the second? The first one. Oh, first one. Oh, you should be fine. No, I felt shit. All right. And I'm like, I don't want to rock up and waste Rick's time like he wasted my time the week before with his <laughs> oh. irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. So I hey, stayed and, at home. And you're having a go at me saying that I was bad on my second job because I was unfit. And here's Captain Fitness over here getting fucked up on his first. Well, well that's probably a stretch. What do you mean? You call him Captain, Captain Fitness. Well, he's pretty fucking fit. Oh, no, fast. I'm, I'm fit, but I'm more fast than fit. Okay. Anyway, I was a bit sad, really. Mark, yeah. I was all G'd up, ready to go for this run. And I bloody even... He double-checked with him when I was on my way. I was like, are you sure you don't want to come? He messaged me and I told him, I won't miss another one for the rest of the year. Me and him are going to lead the way for the rest of the year and we're going to smash it and he is going to bring me up the ranks and by the end of the year, we're going to be killing it by Christmas. The only problem to that is I ran yesterday and I've tweaked my hamstring slightly. Mm. Not good. Just slight and I reckon I can probably run through it, but... I'm on the verge. I might actually be... Left or right? Left. It might have something to do with the fact that you did 225,000 kilometres last month. Yeah. Nah. When you When you did it, was it like, were you going at like a fast pace? No. Nah. No, sorry. Yes. I, I just think I might have tweaked it a little bit on Saturday. I was doing fast stuff. But then yesterday I just went for a long run and not good. Anyway, yeah. that was me fucking something up. You yeah. also fucked something up, Mark. What happened? Last... Last podcast, you told us that the banjo string, the little bit of skin that connects your foreskin to your knob. I don't have one of those anymore, called, by the way. It's called the pendulum, is how you told us. Yeah, that's right. I remember this. Isn't that the clock? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It's also a popular band from the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. What sort of music did they play? <laughs> Mark, <laughs> the banjo string is the frenulum. Okay. Yeah. Did you oh, know? it wasn't too far off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pe- pendulum, frenulum, it's, yeah... Bizarre, like com- two completely different words, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you fucked it up, but you're wrong. Oh, wow. So we get it a little bit wrong sometimes, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know what we need? We need someone who's like tapping away in the background, like checking stuff while we do it. I've, I've now got this. Yeah, so, I think it'll take too much of your time, effort and energy. No, it'll be fine. I do not understand people who think it's acceptable to sell all their fucking unwanted crap on Facebook Marketplace. Do you often see people... What sort this? of shit are you seeing on Facebook Marketplace? Like, what, what is the worst thing that you've seen and you're like, holy shit, how can that even be for sale? Well, there's always, like, the funny ones. You know how you, there's those funny posts and it's like yeah. the mattress with the big stain on it or the couch that's and just And they're deliberately fucked. doing it for a laugh and it'll get on, like, the actual Facebook and people will be like, ha, oh, they're taking the piss. Yeah. But there's some people out there that are serious, aren't they? I've seen people who are selling their wedding dress and, like, one of the advertising things is, like, only worn once. It's like, uh... No shit. I would fucking hope so, you <laughs> idiot. Well, you've been, like, married, like, more than once. Fuck. What about, like, underwear? Have Undies, you... bras. That's disgusting. Sheila's selling all sorts of crap. It's just like, oh. come on. Just throw it in the bin. Donate it to Goodwill. Yeah. but if, if you're desperate enough that you want 20 bucks for that worn undies that you're trying to give away... Yeah. So it's bad. There's some people out there that they they wear something and they can't just let it go. They can't just go, all right, I've worn it, it's done, it's in the bin. They go, I want to make a few dollars out of this. 
So we're dealing with tight asses here. Desperados. Jesus Christ. Anything? I've actually got nothing for this. I, um, I, well, I saw something interesting actually about Facebook Marketplace. What do you think is the most wild and outlandish thing you could buy on Marketplace? Drugs. No, I wouldn't say drugs. Kids, women, I don't know, all sorts of shit. How about a piece of the Amazon rainforest? What do you mean? What, like a leaf? No, land. You could buy at a- the Amazon acreage. All right, so hang on. Well, you could previously. So listen to this. Facebook will now ban the sale of protected Amazon rainforest land on Marketplace. So, today we're announcing measures to curb attempts to sell land in ecological conservation areas within the Amazon rainforest on Facebook Marketplace. Is there anything that Zuckerberg will not consider to turn a buck? I don't think so. Not after that. What, how much land? Are you talking like one acre or you can buy many acres? Well, I've bought ten. But <laughs> <laughs> but how, how much? I'm going to build a house there one day. Knock a heap of forest down. It's all good. No, but like seriously, they're try- there's fucking idiots out there that are trying to sell land in the Amazon Aren't they trying to protect the Amazon at the moment? That's what they're supposed to be doing. But fucking little old Zuck, he's got his fingers in every pie. But the thing that I wanted to get across is, right? Stop, stop. Is this... Who owns the land? Who are you buying the land from? I don't know. Some scumbag. So it's not Zuckerberg and Facebook own this land. They're f- no, uh, let's blame Zuckerberg. Some, someone else. No. Well, Zuckerberg probably doesn't own any of the bloody rainforest, mate. Oh, he might. He's fucking one of the richest guys in the world. You never know. Yeah. The interesting part of it, I thought, was I reckon if no one complained about this, he would let it happen. But obviously someone's complained about it. So... They've got some filter system, should you be able to sell this or not. Sometimes you'll post something on it and it gets taken down straight away. Yeah. doesn't go to community guidelines, all that shit. This is the Amazon rainforest. Everyone knows it's getting depleted daily, but he's still allowing it to be sold until someone goes, hey, that's not right. And then he goes, oh, yep, the right thing to do is we're not going to allow that. And I reckon it's just a big PR spin. Yeah, well, it could be. Like, didn't didn't you hear that thing? I think I might have tagged you guys in it. It was something to do with um, they had someone come out and a yeah, whistleblower. Someone, someone who worked there said yeah. that they deliberately curate people's news feeds to make them sad and more depressed because it makes them want to go on Facebook more. Yeah, and argue in the oh comment section. Oh, my sections. God. Yeah. yeah. There's so much fucking stuff that goes on to get people fucking hooked. It's wild. Mm. It's fucked up. So it's almost like the more that you stay off your phone, the better you'll be. I reckon. Absolutely. Mm. The more yeah. you're on social media, on your phone or whatever, you're fucked. Mm. Please don't stop listening to podcasts though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. Hang on. If you took my advice, then we're out of, out of a job. So. Yeah, stay listening to a positive podcast. Yeah. Yeah, all positive stuff here. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of positive things, went to the playground with the boys on the weekend. Yeah. Cruising around. Uh, we ended up going to two different ones. The first one, there was fucking water everywhere. It was a nightmare. But the second one, we found a nice little playground in the city, just on Pulteney Street. Heaps of cool stuff there, nice big. And the, what, what you're looking for when you've got kids is it's enclosed. So mm-hmm. if the kids want to run away... You they, can chill out. They get There's to the no, like, they're not going to run in front of a car on a fucking... Absolutely. Yeah. The thing that's fucking bad about playgrounds, though, is the other kids that are there. Oh, always the other kids is the problem. Oh, God. Sometimes it's really good, though, right? So Moss is at this age where he just wants to be everyone's friend. Runs up to everyone and he goes, Hey, what's your name? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. And you watch this happen. Yeah, absolutely. See how he's engaging with everyone. It's so cute. But then you get some kids that just completely ignore them. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Well, like they'll just turn their back to him. 
basically, and, they, and just sim- not say anything. Similar age kids or a little bit older? Similar age. Okay. Is that Sorry, just an introvert? It, it happens through. No, nah, it happens through a, a wide age band. I think sometimes he'll go up to older kids and they run like climbing on things he can't climb on, mm. and he just sits at the bottom like laughing, thinking he's part of the game. Like he's right oh, into it. Oh, that's cute. It's so good. But then we we're at this playground on the weekend, and there was this little kid fucking just being rude. So Moss went up to him. He goes, "Hey, what's your name?" And the kid just looked at him. And I was standing there with Moss, and Moss looked at me like heartbroken. The kids ignoring him. I said, "Don't worry, Moss." Some kids are just fucking rude. And I looked at the kid and he looked back at me and then he's like, ah, and he scattered. Oh, so he, he knew what you were talking about. Yeah. And then you got in a punch up with the parent. <laughs> well, who's only there with his mum, so I hope not. But it's, I don't know. What, what has happened in society that you don't just say, like, it's okay to say hello to a stranger when, well, it's, a, when it's a tiny little kid. Maybe your son is like, you know, he's always talking to other kids and he's sort of, a bit of a... He's got more confidence. Extrovert, he's more confident. The other kid just might be like, I don't know what to say. I'm not used to little kids talking to me or people my age talking to me. I'm going to take off. But it just happens so much. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like some upbringing, kids are scared. Upbringing. Mm. What about the upbringing? Yeah, it just happens Maybe so much. Maybe the mum and dad are a couple of freaks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's depressing. I just find it really depressing. I think you should be able to go anywhere. Of course. Say hello to someone. At least they say, oh, g'day, how you going? Hey, you don't have to have a 20-minute conversation to be their best friend forever. Fast forward at 30 years, though. If you were standing, oh, I suppose you probably would. Just some random came up to you when you were walking on the beach. Hello. Yeah, I say hello to people if they say hello to me. All right, here's a, here's a question. What were you two like around that age, maybe even a bit older, three, four, five? Were you good kids? Yeah, I was a pretty good kid. Yeah, I was a good kid. All right, I was a bad kid, and you've brought me onto a little story. Um, I was not a good kid at kindergarten uh, or sort of junior primary school, and this is one of the stories. We had these plastic dinosaurs, right? Um, Jane Benithan Kindergarten. 1995, and there was a huge collection. Now, I wanted to take them away from everyone. I took all of, like, half of the dinosaurs and I buried them when no one knew under the sand, main sand pit at the kindergarten. The teachers didn't know where they went, but they knew that I was responsible <laughs> because I was the bad kid. They questioned me for so long. Interrogation. <laughs> no, I'm serious, they did. They're like, Mark, tell us, what did you do? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. They knew that it was me, right? A couple of weeks go by, they still don't have them. And I'm staying quiet. I'm not saying a word. One of the kids, you know, just digging holes in the sand pit, hits something, <laughs> clunk. It's one of the dinosaurs. And the teachers are like, all right, everyone, start digging the sand pit. They're just uncovering all of these dinosaurs. And I got fucking done. And they're like, we found them. That's the kind of kid that I was. But how did how they, they know, know it was you? Yeah, how did they know? Because I was like the dodgy kid at the kindergarten that was always really like <laughs> clever and like doing really bad stuff. And they're like, this has to be him. I Hang think, on. I there's think no, even, I there's think no even, real evidence though. You got done for something that they, they couldn't prove. I did do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember giving one of the teachers the finger for some reason. Like I was a bad kid. Really? Oh. Yeah. How good was kindergarten? Do you know yeah, I loved kindergarten. kindergarten comes and goes in a blink of an eye? You're only there for like six months or something? Yeah. I have so many fond memories of kindy. These are my top two. Okay. I was always very 
physically competent as a kid, right? Yeah. Climbing trees and shit like that. Weightlifting, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you know, bench pressing, you know, the teachers and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) There was this tree at my kindy that I could climb easily and get to, like, these far branches, and they used to let me do it. This is before the time where it was all, like, PC and you can't do that and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it was wicked, wicked fun, fucking get up in this tree. And then there was this little kid and he decided he wanted to do it as well. Uh-oh. And this this kid... Incapable. I went right through from kindy all the way through to high school with, right? Yeah. And it was always he wanted to one-up me, but I was always a fraction in front of him, right? Right from kindy. Anyway, poor kid. <clears throat> I climbed up this tree. He wanted to climb up the tree. But the problem was he got up to a certain point in the tree fell out of the tree and broke both of his arms. Oh, no. And from that moment onwards, no one was allowed to climb the tree. And I was like, uh, but I can do it. Like, wow. I can do it. You can't stop me from doing the it. problem with society, the weakest link fucks everyone So else. fast forward 12 years, you wanted to go to the prom with that girl and he wanted to go to the prom with that girl and you went to the prom with that girl, one of those ones? Yeah. You were, like always, you were always one-upping. <laughs> yeah, what's pr- prom? 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 Prom, what's the, word, what's the word that we would use? Actually, I just said I was always really competent. There was a section in my primary school where I was not competent. Yeah. When I, I remember going to primary school one day and we had this little fence about, I don't know, it was probably 40 centimetres high, but it was... What's the point of that? Because so, there was a retaining wall. So okay. there was like the footpath was here, the normal um, ground level of the school was here and the fence stuck up about that much on top of it. So what, eight centimetres or something. 40 centimetres. Yep. Close. Mum dropped me at school one day and I was running late and I was like, shit, I've got to run to class. I'll just jump the fence. And I caught my foot on the edge of the fence and face planted. And it was like my day was over from there. And I remember getting up and like having bark in my mouth and shit and turning around thinking mum might still be there. I might be able to get a lift home. And I was probably crying. She drove off. She's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Heartbreak. I was so devastated. Broken nose? Nah. Just bad, Mung. Nah, maybe broken nose. Yeah. Anyway, Ouch. the last thing about parents and kids in playgrounds, sometimes the parents don't watch. And at some playgrounds, we were at a playground in Lightsview with my brother-in-law, Joel, and my sister and her kids the other day. And there's this huge big thing that it's on like a spinning disc. It's like a climbing structure and it's on a spinning thing. So you spin it around. And just as we were about to leave, there was this little girl... And her parents were sitting on the side, chatting away to themselves in their own little world. She's fallen off this spinning thing because it started spinning too fast. She was very little. And she fell right down at the bottom where the base of it was just like... It's like she was getting like ground up in a meat grinder. It was like... Like a salt shaker. like something out of Dreamworld. And she started screaming. And the parents are just still there chatting to themselves. It's like, just fucking... You don't have to helicopter your kids, but be aware where they are. It's probably a good idea. Reminds me of the story I had at Marion Swimming Pool the other, like, in Yeah, when that one. kid faced, was he face yeah. down or no, just he was underwater drowning? and the parents were like, oh, like, here's your kid. Oh, yeah. Like, acting as though nothing had happened. Oh, like, we, we had it, we had it covered anyway. kid almost drowned. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had it covered. Yeah, we're good parents. Hey, we, Dan. We never take our eyes off kids. Dan, yeah. you've got pets. And speaking of Joel, he sent us through something funny um, following on from our last episode. What, with so what? We were talking about um, sex accidents and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So did he split his pendulum? 
<laughs> no one has a pendulum, Mark. That's not a real thing. <laughs> tick-tock, tick-tock. So J- Joel's read a funny thing on Reddit. Bloke and his missus in the bedroom. She's on all fours on the bed and he is pounding it from behind, doggy style. Their little fox terrier hears his owners having a great time from the adjacent room, gets excited, wants to get involved. The dog pushes the door open with his nose, jumps onto the bed and licks his male owner right on his bare arsehole. Male owner immediately comes from the sensation of having his arsehole licked while balls deep. Now, this whole story has gone viral on Reddit with the hashtag accidental bestiality. So I ask you, you always have your pets in the room, dogs. Hmm. Have you ever been rooting and your dogs have tried to fucking knock you off or anything like that? Not dogs, no. And even the cats, if they happen to be in the room, they just look worried. They're just like, what is happening here? Like they just look, there's a like a worried look on their face and they get bored and they walk off. They'd never get involved. There'd be claws and imagine Duncan's teeth getting involved. So you have looked over while you've been in the act. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, hey, Duncan, and he's just like. <gasps> yeah, just like, I don't know. You Why know, are you looking at your cat while you're fucking having a root? Oh, well, it always happens. You're always like, what's that moving in my peripheral? And it turns out to be the cat and it looks like he's seeing a mouse. So you know how their eyes go all like dilated and they're like looking like really intently. He's like, what the fuck are those two doing? He doesn't know what's going on. Why don't you just get him out of the room before you're going to do it? Uh, sometimes if you have spontaneous sex, that's not an option. They just come in. What do you do that? Oh, you mean spontaneous sex? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. What, you mean sometimes you have sex and you don't plan for it? Yeah, well, like, you know, four o'clock Mondays I might be busy. Unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah. it's not in the calendar and you just do it anyway? Yeah, just do it anyway. What if I right. told you that... You're that, wild. What huh? if I told you that that story was made up by a really creative, funny person and it never happened? I'm sorry. I'd believe I, it. I'd believe I can't both. believe it. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that the person that did that, that made it go viral, much like a fake video, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it's, it's not, it didn't happen, but someone's thought up a genius fucking scenario and it's done really well. I think I'm right. Maybe I'm not, but I'm going to say I am. So that's your creator mind getting to that work. Is, that, is like, that is someone that has a creative mind that puts it into a story. So that's the Reddit version of a fake video. If I held a gun to your head, you're a creative guy. I know that. And I said, you give me your best story, sex story, by midnight, and if you can't give me something better than that, then you die. Yeah. I reckon you could compete. Hmm. All I'm saying is, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is true, but what, dog coming in, licking ass and then coming straight away? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it is a little bit far-fetched, but <laughs> yeah. what, not, not even five licks, just the first lick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes, Mark, isn't it? No. You need, need a couple more. <laughs> He's Three. a seven-lick sort of guy. <laughs> yeah, seven, seven to eight. Speaking maybe. of creative people... No, nice snacks, pizza shapes, barbecue shapes. Shapes have been a staple in my life since I was a little kid, right? Flavour you can see? Oh, what, yeah. What's your go-to flavour? Oh, pizza shapes, easily. No, Yeah, I don't no. mind pizza. Pizza or cheddar for what me. What are you talking about? Oi, oi. Each to their own. I'm a barbecue guy. All right. I thought you were going to say something fucked up like savoury or something like that. No. Oh, they're good. But think about pizza <laughs> shapes, right? Everywhere you went as a kid... Someone's mum would pump out a box of pizza shapes or shapes. Yeah. yeah. How good. They've been around for so long. But then what what gets to me is they've gotten to a point where they said, you know what, guys, we're not happy with where we're at. Come up with some new flavours. And so they've tried that. Didn't really work that well. I know. Here's a great idea. Let's change all our best flavours and make them the same name, but we'll change the flavours. It's like, uh, 
Who the fuck came up with that idea? It's not even an idea. It's not even... Do you know what it is? It's the same thing as OnlyFans and Coon Cheese and Redskins. It's let's do something to infuriate everyone, to get the name in the public space. They and all then go bring out. It back. Yep. They all go out and they buy the new flavour. It's shit. We've heard what you said. We're putting it back to new. And then they rip in. Old. They rip in. Everyone goes, mm. oh, wow, those things exist. Yep. And then they take it back and say, we've listened to the public and now we're... So not only were you a loyal these... customer, but you were right and now you will stay loyal, all little of, lemming. All of these little publicity That's stunts. very clever. Mm. I actually hadn't thought it. I thought maybe it was a genuine thing. It's, it all, it's all marketing. That's all it is. It's all about getting people... To argue over something that is so old. How do you freshen something up that you don't want to change? Marketing. Fucking paid it. How much hmm. time, effort and energy, though, goes into changing the recipe? It would be expensive. XYZ amount of that, putting it on the shelves, and then getting shit canned everywhere for it. But if you That's knew a big that, risk. If you only knew, if you knew straight away, we're changing the flavour for a couple of weeks, like just do this, do I that. Think, make I it think it was different. a um, a 12-week turnaround. But keep in mind with this, Shapes or Arnott's, as... The, the brand is known, would have a marketing budget. What are we going to do? Let's spend half of that budget on reflavoring the chips because the public are going to do the rest of the marketing for us. They're going to get angry. They're going to share it. They're going to comment on the post. They're going to push it out. They've basically got a cheaper option of marketing. What's, what? what's the best way you can get someone to buy something? Tell them they can't have it anymore. Mm. Yep. Very, very clever. It's very good because so everyone is, wants it back. Here's something so. that's been in your life forever. Can't have it anymore. It's like and they go, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And then you get the panic buyers that go, "It's Hang like on, the you're, jab. You're changing. The it's f- like the jab. It's yeah. like you need to get the jab. No, I don't. I'm not going to get it. You can't have these shapes anymore. No, I want them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. want to like fuck. People and do you, do you know what happened? Annoying. The people that were sort of half keen shape buyers became panic buyers of it because they're like they're changing the flavor they went and bought fucking hundreds of dollars of shapes and stored them away going they're going to change even eating them but yeah yeah. they probably went out of date before they could even eat them but But there's definitely some things through history where a company has tried something and it just hasn't worked and it's probably not been a marketing thing like do you remember that time when vegemite made some sort of butter vegemite spread thing and they were like this is the best thing and it Um, lasted it was like it was, they called it something like in veggie uh, spread or something. I, I can't, uh, it was I, like uh, I. It was like an I might or I veggie might. It was some weird name. Or, yeah, right. I remember this. I remember that name. You're ringing my bell. Yeah, yeah. I'm I might or something. Actually, you know another Little one. That I with like a, recently that failed massively was Coke Energy. Did anyone? Nah, didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was an energy drink. It was Coke. Well, brand. One of, one See, of, why do Coke need to do that? Because Coke have got one of um, one of Coke's ownership best moves. Of, Sorry, Mother. is not calling it Diet Coke, but Coke Zero. No, it's Coke No Sugar now. Males don't want to drink Diet Coke, you know, they've changed. but Coke Zero took off. Yeah, No, Zero doesn't exist. No Sugar replaced that. It was a name change, but now they've actually just changed the recipe and they're relaunching it now as we speak. Yeah. Rick, you were saying? Ice Snack 2.0. That's what they called it. Really? Vegemite Ice Snack 2.0. That's disgusting. What a fucking failure. Yeah. What a failure. No wonder that went nowhere. That lasted about five seconds. Yeah. And just like this did. All right. How hard are these questions this week? I hope easier than last. Uh, not really. No. So strap yourselves in, boys. Now oh, they're about average. Who's going first? Yep. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no. I've been set up. 
Actually, this is probably the best result for you. Okay. Name three Pierce Brosnan movies. Mrs. Doubtfire, um, James Bond, and James Bond something else. Oh, close. Close. I, I thought we said no sequels. Yeah, I gave him the cross. Oh. Well, yeah. James Bond something else isn't right anyway. Yeah, I know. Hey, you're going with the cross. You said close. Relax. Yeah, you got two out of three. That's close, Fantastic mate. Fantastic news. What's next? Okay, the next one is Jesus. name three animals starting with the letter A. Alpaca. Alfonso. <laughs> Alfonso. You Was he loser. one of the guys in Underbelly? <laughs> Love it. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Name three characters from The Lion King. Simbanala and Oscar. <laughs> well done. That was too easy, wasn't it? Would yeah. you have struggled with that? Nah. Oh, fuck. All Timon, right. Pumba, Zazu. Yeah. All right. Next one. Name three ways to hide an erection. Tuck it up. Tuck it down. Go and get rid of it. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'm going to give it to you. Hey. Why? Because you're not really hiding an erection if you're going to go wank. You're going well, to go wank. You are. You're not wanking in public. That's illegal. Yeah, okay. All right. Ready, Mark? Yeah. Name three sex toys used in the bedroom. Dildo, plug, and vibrator. Well done. You know your things. Is a dildo and a vibrator the same thing? No. Nah. No. Nah. Dildo doesn't vibrate. It's just a big Dildo's dick. just okay. like rubber. Dan puts them up his ass like yeah. every second Saturday. Second? Every Saturday. We don't discriminate here. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Name. Uh, give three reasons you might vomit. Uh, I've got a tummy bug, got gastro, and I've got a drank too much. Drink. Oh, drank too much would have been good if got in. No good. That was a six seconds of something. Yeah, that was six seconds. God. Ah, oh, damn it. All right, Mark. I'm going to handball this one to you. The coffin confessor. Okay, boys. The coffin confessor. I was listening about this, and this absolutely blew me away. And I really think you will both be interested. Okay, just before you die, you know you're going to die, right? You have all of these secrets that no one knows about. The Coffin Confessor is a man that rocks up to your funeral when you're dead. So, it, like, nothing that is said, it's not on you. you're You're dead, you don't know. He will read out all of these secrets from his life to the audience. So you're sitting there, you could be like a wife, you could be a brother, son, sister, whatever, and the coffin confessor reads out all of these secrets about your life, like could be anything, and all of the audience just has to sit there and listen to it, and you could enter that funeral going, oh yeah, like let's celebrate this guy's life, and you could leave going, I'm glad this cunt's dead. Oh, like right. Hang on. So does, does, the, does the person that die dies organise this before their death? Correct. Oh. What? Yeah. So he contacts the coffin confessor and tells the coffin confessor, this is what I want you to read me out. How fucking savage Okay, is so that? my wife, Julie, Julie, um, I never went to bowls with the boys on Tuesday night. I went to the back shed and oh. wanked over gay porn the whole night. Can you night. imagine, like that's, that's you the imagine sort of shit. some of the secrets that get read out? But why would you... Like, like the... Like, uh, the Reminded me of death at a funeral when they found out that he was a homosexual, and that's only like a like a tiny thing. Yeah, it could be anything. Like uh, when I was twenty five, I murdered like two kids. Like it could yeah. be anything, and everyone just has to sit there and go, "Whoa, whoa, oh, like, man!" It could ruin people's lives. 
So, so the coffin yeah. confessor, and they asked him because he was, I think it was on like some sort of morning show. They're like, is there anything that someone could tell you that you wouldn't read out? He's like, nah. Really? I will read out anything. He, he must just love the drama. Like he's just a he drama does. fan. He probably does. Where, where is this place? In the, it'd be America, sure. Where you could Google it. But like I was listening. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, why, I wouldn't want to do that. Like if you're going to die, I know that like, like you'd, you wouldn't take those secrets to the grave. Well, yeah, I would have thought most people would. But obviously there's a market for it. Coffin Confessor is a savage. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, would you ever think about doing coffin confession? No. I've got nothing to tell, mate. Oh, I've got a on. very boring life. Yeah, well, I've tell everyone everything anyway, so it's I'd be boring. I go on a, this podcast thing called Chats with Cats um, twice a week and yeah, tell yeah. most of my secrets there. So yeah. it's all already out in the public air. Anyway, but imagine, imagine that. Imagine it was your dad. That's sad. Imagine it was your grandpa or something. And they came out and said, "That's less. That's not less sad. It's just oh, an older dad. He's just your been dead longer. Second cousin's uncle, yeah. and you feel compelled to go to the funeral. Rock up. Oh, it's pretty sad. This bloke rocks in. Oh, okay. Now, <clears throat> guys. Uh, yep, this bloke had three wives. Um, she, the wife's sitting there like, I've been married to him my whole life. Bang. <gasps> yeah. yeah, bang. Six kids. Yeah, she's like, no, I've only got one child." Fuck, bang. Yeah. Uh, he's laundered money his whole life. Yeah, like, that's we've, okay. We've been living on the bare bones of our ass our whole life. Oh. Like, just bang, bang, bang. Imagine that. That's wild. How defeated would you feel? You'd never trust anyone again. Would, if, if you can't trust would, your own partner. I would love to get the Coffin Confessor on our podcast and just give him, give him the top five. Be like, you tell us right now the top five most messed up things that you've had to read out at someone's is that general. Is this the official name, a coffin confessor? He's he's called himself the coffin confessor. And is he, where's he based, in America? We're going to fight, no, he had an Aussie accent. Oh, I'm going to see where he's located. Yeah. His name is William Ed- Edgar. Oh, you oh. Bill Edgar. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. He was straight up savage. Hit us up, Bill. I reckon we hit him up and we'll get him on. All right, do it. We oh. won't but because we never do that sort of thing, but we'll just pretend oh, we, we will. Try. You we coffin confessing arsehole, we love you. Oh, 
Hey, we're we're ripping into summer. Actually, today was quite a nice day. We've had a few nice days, a few shit days. It's still it's not quite here yet, but um, the cricket's coming. Actually, the women's cricket's been on TV. Have you watched any of that? No, of course I haven't. I did. Did you see that ball that Indian chick bowled? Pitched like a foot outside off, came back, hit the stumps. They're calling it one of the greatest balls of all time. Really? Like better than Warns? All of the insecure guys on Facebook that are like all sexist. Oh, it was the pitch. It would have hit like a huge crack. No, mate. Maybe some women are actually She's good bowlers. She's on a drop-in wicket at Metricon Stadium. Yeah, like doesn't all, have any cracks, all of these insecure guys. Are, you, do you know when Dan's one it? of those insecure no. guys. Listen to him. He's like, no, nah, oh. I didn't watch no. it. I, do you know why? Because I have no care factor for it. Because I have no care cricket. factor for the oh. men's team at the moment. When you see a Facebook post, a lot of what? the time you look at it, do you guys sometimes go, all right, I'm going to click the comments and I already know what the comments are going to be Or roughly what they're going to be. Oh, man, it's so frustrating. Well, it's not dissimilar. Now, this is – all right, we'll come back to cricket in a second. But you sent me the thing about the Australian men's soccer team, football, who have just become the – uh, the best winning team, 11 straight wins in a FIFA World Cup qualifying campaign. Yep. Beating, I think, Germany, England, a whole heap of others, right? Mm-hmm. In the comments, and I, the first thing I thought was, okay, that's great, but we'll probably bow out in straight sets if we make it to the World Cup. But in the comments, everyone's like, oh, yeah, but we're playing minnow nations, they're shit teams that we're playing against, blah, blah, Like, you still got to win the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's quite easy to concede a goal in football. It is, it is. You switched on, uh, switched off for about three, three, four seconds and that can cost you a goal. Like Literally, that's all it takes Yeah, for one defender to just be a little bit fucking you know, off with the fairies. But then there's all these trolls going to say, oh yeah, 11, who cares? We're playing against Oman and this and that. It's like, all right, well, can't you just be, can we can, just be happy for people? Can we just be positive, like a little bit, for your own country and yeah. just be supportive instead of looking at the negatives all the time? It's almost like when you post anything successful, whether you're a couple, a family, a business, a sports team, someone immediately has to go, I'm not involved in this, so what can I pick at it? Like That's what happens yeah. on social media. There has to be a negative to a positive. And don't you reckon, though, throughout the last 10 years, trolls used to be funny. It used to be like mm. a, someone would comment something dumb on uh, a photo and it's like, oh, troll, ha-ha. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, one troll is funny. 10 million trolls isn't that funny. It's just like, guys, you fucking washed out boring losers. Mm. Oh. And do you think that's because those comments, the, the ones that the creative trolls at the start used, were getting reused and getting, like we spoke about in an early episode about what, what were some, some of the payouts online that we had? Can you recall any? Fun at parties. Yeah, that sort of shit. That's like, my favorite one. Do you think that because they've been just overused, everyone's just gone straight to just being nasty with no comedy? Yeah. Well, if you're if you're, creative. if you're a nasty loser with no creativity, what you're going to do, you're going to latch on to creative payouts and comments that were original, say, three years ago, that are now no longer original. So you're still using them, but they've become unoriginal. So yeah. really you're just a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. so back to cricket. Summer's coming. There's all this talk about whether the Ashes will go ahead or not. Personally, I think it'll go ahead. They'll find a oh, way yeah. to do it. Yeah, of course, because there's a bit of this, bit of bit of money, bit of money. A little they bit. They did money. the AFL. Yeah, a little bit of money involved. Sure. Yeah, a little bit of money. The thing that I just can't get my head around though is, as a nation, we we're talking about you know a lot of people are so adamant that they love cricket. They're all for it. They want to watch every game. You know, every single minute of cricket over summer, and I fall into that category. I, I really, genuinely do love it. 
But then it got me thinking, how much do we actually like cricket? Because there's people like me who think I love it so much. But we've got a national cricket competition, the Marsh Cup, the Sheffield Shield, all of this sort of stuff. Mm. And no one goes to watch it. This is like the equivalent of if the AFL played to empty grandstands every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like that is our national competition. Yep. Now a little bit different because we've got an international team that goes and plays the best of the best around the world. But we've got a pretty solid, well mm-hmm. had, pretty solid base of amazing players in Australia. But no one gives a shit watching them when yeah. it's like, and right, it's free. Right. You can just walk up and watch it. Correct. Okay, you've made a great point. There's an oval in the city now. It's the Karen Rolson Oval. Yep. It's on West Terrace. I've been there a few times with a mate that I have that is obsessed with cricket, right? We go there. The other day we went there. We have um, Sean Marsh. We have Cameron Green. Darcy Short. We have all of these good players. Travis Head. Weatherald. Yeah, yeah. This is such a good standard. This is better than Big Bash. Yeah. 50 overs, no one's there. The power of marketing. No one cares about this. We saw such a good standard of cricket, yet the, if I were to guess, 100 to 200 people. You reckon, Max? Mate, there was no more than 250. There was no less than 100 there. It was... That is it's, crazy. I know. And you and can ma- walk in. And you mainly they would in. be family members, more than a, likely. It's not even a gold coin donation. Dude. Or being in this... And that's crazy. That's like across the road from the Adelaide Hospital. Yeah. From the Royal Adelaide, right? Yeah. Right next to the CBD. So yeah. some of the people were probably like walking past going, oh, something's going on there. I might go and have a look. Yeah. Like there's probably got yep. 10 out of the 100 people, 10% of the people were just accidentally there. Mm. And then the other 75 people were like, yeah, we want to go and have a look at this. Mm. Even day one of a test, like huge, huge game, like Australia, West Indies, 8,000 people. Like, There's just no hype. It, but, but like Aussies are like, oh, yeah, we love cricket. Is it more like... So many people just want to watch it on TV. Cricket, cricket's the perfect game where we will be watching and like you don't really need to be like, it's not like footy where you're like that. It's more like have a sip of beer, go out, have a, have a drink, come back, check the scores. Like It's, it's like social. A, it's a perfect background game and anyone that doesn't like test cricket can go and get stuffed. Like if you don't like test and you're like, oh, I'm more of a 2020 person, you're not really a cricket goer. <laughs> no. I see what you're saying with that comment. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I only like the short format. No, you just don't understand. But then the interesting thing is, right, cricket is cricket. It essentially is someone bowls and someone tries to smash it, right? Mm. And then the people field it. But test cricket has so much more strategy. Mm. There is so much more going on. Absolutely. But the Follow funda- on rules. The fundamental innings. is the same, right? Bowl yeah. the ball, hit the ball, make yeah. runs, right? But they're trying to change it. So you've got the 100 now over in England has just been played over our winter. 100 balls? 100 balls. So yeah. it's not 2020 anymore, which is 120 balls. They thought, no, 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 we need to take 20 balls yeah. off that to make it interesting. What? And then they've changed the... 2000, 2030, you're going to see 10 over cricket. It's just crazy. No, actually, I think that already exists. Yeah, it does. Hang on. I haven't even heard about this. Yeah. 100 balls. Yep. That's Five it. Five ball overs, 100 balls. And they've changed, slightly changed some of the rules and tried to make it this big thing. It's like their new version of the Big Bash and they're just trying to make it their own thing. Cause you like Test Cricket, right? Love it. Do you like Test Cricket or 2020 more? Test. Thank God. Fuck. 
Heart palpitations. Yep, but what sorry. about why do they need to keep changing things? And one of the other things recently that they tried to change was making cricket all PC. So oh yes, forever and a fucking day we've called the person who stands at the crease waiting for the ball the batsman. Right? That's the bats person. The batter. That's batter now and batters because you can't call it batsman. Um, oh. But oh, because we're we're pussies. No, no, no. Like I get it. If <laughs> if you're going to change the names in BPC. Do it yeah. properly. They're not changing third man. They're not changing night watchman. They're not changing any of those names. Not because the third woman or third just person. Just like I get third, it. Third man. Like, it doesn't annoy me because it's like don't take away the name that I know of my thing. It's just like who the fuck is getting that upset about it? Like, Someone's complained and they've gone mm, shit. Like we have to. It's it's yeah. the it's the whole Gen Z th- th- uh, thing. This We've, this vegan just won't shut up. We better yeah. change it. It's just crazy to me. I just don't get it. Like, you don't need to change it. Who's getting offended about saying batsman? Because we don't even say it that much anymore. And that means change change mankind, change anything that has man at the end of it. Like, we're going to have to change most of the dictionary. Like, no joke, we will at one point. With the way we're going with the whole politically correct stuff, is there going to become a year where everyone goes, okay, we have taken this way too far, we need to back the fuck up, and we start going back the other way? How long will this go on for? Not well, until there's one person that's not offended by one thing. Yeah. It's just so Okay, so basically crazy. you're saying 2000. The thing is though, like you could change it to batters, but then a transgender person might go like, "Oh, hang on, I still feel excluded by that name." And then in 10 years time we got to change it again to trans positive batter or something. You know, it, anything could happen. Did you said trans positive batter? Yeah, it could be. That has a ring to it. It does, doesn't it? Let's right. call it that now. I'm going to call the MCC right now. Yeah. Wrap it up. We'll see you again next time, ladies Thanks and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Where can you listen to us, Rick? Well, you can listen to us on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, The Talk. Oh, yeah. that a- Don't forget to hit the bell, like and subscribe. Oh, wow. Leave a review. Have you, you been practicing? No? I think he has. Love it. Oh. See you. Right. See you later, guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.